Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And welcome to Your Utah. I'm Taylor Powers. That is Ethan Millard bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. And today we're going to be bringing you a story that's been in the news a little bit. Uh, Ethan, why don't, you, why don't you tell them about it? Well, it involves some of our public lands. Now, mm-hmm. we've got an ongoing problem with vandalism in public lands. And a lot of times it's it's easy to grab the vandals if they're in the national park or state parks. There are a lot of mm-hmm. people. There's a lot of oversight. But you know, we have a lot of public lands that uh, don't have rangers hanging around. Mm-hmm. And everyone's kind of got – we rely on everyone to be on their best behavior. One of those places is Corona Arch, which is down near Moab. And there was a family there just recently who was caught on camera – uh, carving a message into the base of Corona Arch and getting their photo taken of it. The photo is a man and a woman and then three young – well, two young children, one – I don't know. So yeah, one in their family, early teens. A family carving into a kind of big deal of a, yes. of a national – like landmark almost. It's crazy to me that they would do this and especially in front of all these other people. It's like – <laughs> what are you guys thinking? And also the picture that they posted online, you know, they're all smiling and posing. So they asked someone to take their picture, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it, is, <laughs> it is a really bad scene. And apparently, uh, so I first saw this on Reddit. This popped up on Reddit first. Mm-hmm. And apparently people asked him to stop and they wouldn't. And so they, yeah. they got all these pictures. All this, there's all this photographic documentation. Right. And so it gets posted to Reddit. It all gets turned into the BLM. Park service, you know, Corona Arch, Arch is one of those places where people don't know if it's a state park or a national park. It's actually neither. It's BLM. Mm-hmm. But the, all this information submitted, was submitted to, you know, it was submitted to Arches and it was submitted to all over the place. And, and uh, so BLM opens an investigation. In the meantime, the Internet does their own investigation. And well before BLM has a chance to respond, these people are outed. Mm-hmm. Online, yeah, they've been stalked. Figure out who they are, Names what they every- do, where they live. <laughs> That's right. Turns out it's a guy named Ryan Anderson from Idaho Falls. He's got a business, so people track down his business. And he's and you can imagine he's just getting killed online, mm-hmm. right? His business is getting all these terrible reviews. He's getting harassed. I imagine his employees were getting harassed. I imagine his business oh, probably. I imagine his business got a fair number of really rude phone calls. And I'm sure he's not making any sales. Well. <sighs> At least not to people who have been following this story. He's certainly right, not, you know. Right. And and so, and I, I, you know, I don't know what to think about that. Because on the one hand, the internet's handy for tracking people down. And ruining people's lives. <laughs> Which I, and this is the part that I kind of have trouble with. It's one thing to track down 
a person and then give it to law enforcement and say, hey, I think this is the guy you're looking for. Right. That's one thing. It's another thing to track him down and then begin a sustained campaign of harassment against mm-hmm. the guy. Because he, technically, it's cyberbullying. You're like, yeah, he did something that's not right, but. Yes. <laughs> they are cyberbullying him. I think that you're right. I think it is cyberbullying. I think that's exactly the right mm-hmm. way to put it. So I'd much prefer it. I didn't really get involved. Mm-hmm. I felt that impulse too, right? I felt that I felt that impulse to drop kick this guy. I've never felt that impulse across the internet. But I thought, nah, I'm just going to let you know the BLM kind of do its thing. Yeah. And, you know, just make sure that they do something about it. And uh, but man, these guys have just been getting really, really killed over the story. And I would only want that to happen if like. The BLM wasn't willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. Then the internet gets its own brand of justice, and then well, that's that's like more a little more palatable, I think, morally. Right, but because he still has to learn his lesson and make it a learning experience for everyone else to know that this is not acceptable. Right. Well, and it's important, especially if you're people who use public lands, which mm-hmm. I do. My family does. We're out there all the time. Same. It's important to. That people know that there are consequences. It's important mm-hmm. to believe that there are consequences, and important to believe that that uh, that you, along with everyone else, can protect the land. Mm-hmm. I mean, if not, then people are going to go out there and do graffiti Wherever. all the time. Yeah, and, and leave their garbage, and and it's already a problem. I mean, it's something that happens. Oh yeah. But when you actually have a chance to hold someone accountable, you can't pass that up. No. You gotta you you gotta have it. Yeah. There's gotta be accountability. You yeah. can't pass that up. I mean, I go out to Moab and and elsewhere, and I always see vandalism. Not necessarily graffiti, but like the, like this carving, carvings into rocks or yes. trees. Or I was actually camping out um, up Guardsman's Pass, mm-hmm. and there were these teenagers out there who were also camping, and they brought an axe and they were just chucking it at trees and like ah, and see, I, it's terrible. And one, it's disturbing, it's loud, but also it's really upsetting because there are these teenagers that are out here, you know, just hurting these trees and probably killed a couple. Well, and it's and it's against the law. You're not allowed to do that. You can't even no. use – when you're out shooting, like one of the things people love to do out on public lands, they go out shooting, target mm-hmm. shooting. You're not allowed to use trees as backstop. A yeah. lot of people don't – hanging up a tree, hang up a, a – uh, a target, a target on a tree? On a tree yeah. That's not allowed. Yeah. You know? Putting a bullet in a tree? You can't do that. No. So, so I did yell at those kids, though. Good. Did they stop? <laughs> did they take you seriously? No. Yeah. See, that's the upsetting thing. Because no. in the moment, this guy didn't take the other people seriously because they asked him to stop. Mm-hmm. And according to you know what I read, the eyewitness account on Reddit, he didn't. Yeah. Even when he was confronted. Now, I would normally not mention his name in this podcast episode. I would mm-hmm. normally just continue to let BLM do their thing and not out him because it's not my place and I wouldn't want to add to the continued harassment of the guy. So I would have normally left his name out. Except except this week he actually posted a message online, an apology letter confessing to what he did and offering some kind of remorse and compensation. So what we're going to do, Taylor, we're going to grab a quick break here. Then when we come back, I'm going to read you this letter, which you haven't read yet. I have not. I'm going to get your opinion on what you think of the words he has to say and the message behind it. All right. And then we'll uh, we'll do a little citizen jury here and decide. <laughs> Sounds good. Decide whether he's had enough. <laughs> 
Okay, so Ryan Anderson caught on film vandalizing Corona Arch with his family. A little love note to his wife, apparently. And he posted this online. He says, Dear friends and concerned citizens. Mm-hmm. So already he's reaching out to us, to yeah. you and me, because we're not his friends. Yeah. But we are concerned citizens. So I like that he's like, whoosh, looping us in. Mm-hmm. He says this, I'm very sorry and embarrassed for my recent actions when visiting Corona Arch in southern Utah. While hiking in the Moab area with my family, I drew with a sandstone shard a heart with my wife and my wife's initial and the year above it. Oh, that's what the 18 is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, I thought to myself, I wonder what the significance of number 18 is. <laughs> you forgot it was already 2018. <laughs> um, he said this. He, can, he goes on to say, at that moment, I foolishly thought I was conveying my love for my wife when, in fact, I was tarnishing the experience for others who also want to enjoy magnificent scenery. My mm-hmm. actions were wrong. I am extremely sorry for my conduct. I acted in the spur of the moment and did not stop to think about what I was doing. Sometimes our biggest mistake can lead us to become better people. From now on, I will endeavor to leave no trace and help to protect our public lands. As part of that commitment, I have pledged to pay for the BLM's work to restore the damage I caused. I've also pledged to work with the government to speak out on this issue so others do not make the same mistake that I made. I truly believe that all of us have the responsibility to help ensure that our public lands remain pristine. I accept full responsibility for my actions. Neither Anderson hitches his business Mm -hmm. nor its hardworking employees who are committed to supporting our loyal customers and their own families had any involvement in my wrongdoing. To those dedicated employees, I offer my sincere apology. So they have been probably getting some some backlash. That's how I interpret it as well. Going forward, I will do everything I can to show my employees, my community, and the public at large that this conduct is not what I stand for. Sincerely, Ryan Anderson. Uh, he goes. He has a little footnote or a little uh, line here after this. He says, please understand that my wife and I have wanted to come forward and make a statement from early on, but because the BLM still has an active investigation going on, we felt that we should wait. We've been cooperating with the BLM and await their decision. Mm. And then he's got a little button. This is on his website. He says, I was in the wrong. Help me make this right. I have upset a lot of people. I'm disappointed in myself too, but I want to make this right. If you'd like to leave a comment or you can message me directly here with any suggestions you have for additional work I can do with the BLM or the similar groups, please do so. I think that's great. And there's a little button here where you can click it and then send them an email or whatever. I think that is a very genuine apology. Boy, he – yeah. And he is using this case as an example – and showing people that it's not okay. Well, and and I, I he owned up to it. He did. He didn't. He didn't equivocate at all. Uh, it was a classy response. Very, very well done. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, there are a couple of things that stood out to me that I really, really liked. And one of them is that he's pledged to pay for the restoration, mm-hmm. which is great because a lot of times there's not funds or resources to do that. Yeah. So uh, we know that can get taken care of. Mm-hmm. And uh, but also I like I, I like this. From now on, I will endeavor to leave no trace and to help protect our public lands. That line grabbed me because public lands needs defenders. It does. And so I'm glad. And supporting leave no trace. The more publicity leave no trace can get, the better. So, in the spirit of supporting public lands and leave no trace, I brought up the main points of leave no trace, mm-hmm. and I thought we could briefly review them. 
But I want to go back and say my favorite line from his apology is the sometimes our biggest mistakes make us better people. What was that line? Uh, Yes. Uh, It is sometimes our biggest mistakes can lead us to become better people. Yeah. I thought that was a great line because it's so true. Yeah, it is true. He learned his lesson. And I really hope he's sincere about it Mm -hmm. because, you know, someone with resources, which he clearly has – Someone with resources to you know put into helping defend public mm-hmm. lands. That's awesome. Thumbs up. Do you think this is? I I, I confess I don't know what, how we normally sentence vandals. <laughs> I suspect it's not life in prison or the gas chamber or the electric chair or whatever. But not in the U.S. at least. Not in the U.S. at least. <laughs> I confess I don't know what the normal sentence is, but I feel like this is okay. Yeah, and I mean he's he's paying for it by both. Money and by, you know, the internet shame he's received. Yeah, yeah. I think he's had enough. Uh, if if this is as far as it went, I would be, mm-hmm. I would be okay with that. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what the what the BLM has mm-hmm. to say. But uh, I pulled up the Leave No Trace. I just looked it up actually, and you actually, you know, where I saw kind of the most uh, concise kind of write up on it. Subaru. No, do they have a good one? Yeah. Oh no, I pulled this off Wikipedia. Oh. I'm interested though. I didn't know Subaru had Leave No Trace. Hold on, I'm going to look it up real quick. They have Subaru a they have a Subaru sponsored vehicle, and it's wrapped with Leave No Trace. And they have brand ambassadors that get to get one of those cars and drive around the country camping. I try. I applied to be one. I wanted to just camp around the U.S. in one of the Subarus that say Leave No Trace. That's fantastic. <laughs> apparently, I didn't have enough Instagram followers. So here are the seven principles of Leave No Trace. Mm-hmm. Number one, plan ahead and prepare. Number two, travel and camp on durable surfaces. Mm-hmm. Sandstone's great for that. You can't drive stakes in, but you're not going <laughs> to. Uh, dispose of waste properly. Leave what you find. Minimize campfire impacts. Respect wildlife and be considerate of other visitors. They should alter leave what you find because I like to pick up trash. Good point. One I remember is leave no trace doesn't include leave the campsite better than how you found it. Yeah, well, you should uh, you should definitely let me see what Wikipedia how if Wikipedia has uh, Wikipedia has um, so those are the backcountry. Mm. Uh, leave no trace principles. There also there's also front country seven principles. Know before you go. Stick to trails and camp overnight. Right. Stash your trash and pick up waste. Leave it as you find it. Be careful with fire. Keep wildlife wild and share trails and manage your pet. Mm. So that's kind of a more well front country, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I I agree with you. And actually, one of the things, not to toot my own horn, but but. Toot it. Toot away. <laughs> but one of the things that I, I do with my kids, we, we take a shovel everywhere with us. Mm-hmm. You know, big shovel. Keep it in the back of the truck. And that's, you know, for any kind of emergencies from, you know, whatever it may be. Yep. And so as we are out and about, we dismantle campfire rings. Because you find them all over in public lands. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just find them random. And so we'll scatter the rocks, bury the ashes, and... Uh, it's been fun. It's just a fun thing to do while you're out. Yeah. And the, it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. If you see one, stop, mm-hmm. scatter the rocks, bury the ashes, yeah. move on. And so we try and we try and do that. So there you go. It's a good one. All right. Ryan Anderson, welcome to Leave No Trace in public <laughs> lands. We hope Happy you to have it. you. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> just uh, you know, next time take a picture, but without the the graffiti, the graffito. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and can apply these principles to your own life and experiences in our beautiful lands. All right. Get out there and enjoy your Utah.